All of us have things that we're believing for, something that we want to accomplish. Deep down, we know it's a part of our destiny. We can feel it so strongly. But then we hit some setbacks. We didn't get the promotion. The medical report wasn't good. Or a relationship didn't work out. Life has a way of pushing our dreams down. They can become buried under discouragement, buried under past mistakes. There are dreams buried under divorce, buried under low self-esteem. It's easy to settle for mediocrity even though we have all this potential buried on the inside. The enemy would love to deceive you into burying your dream, thinking that it's never gonna work out. Don't believe those lies. It's not too late to become all that you were created to be. There are two questions we have to ask ourselves to find our purpose in life. And question number one is, what am I passionate about? Passion often is linked with purpose. What I love to do is often what I should do. We have been created within us the capacity to have things that we enjoy greatly. And a lot of times there is a definite relationship between what I am in love with and what I should be doing. We are created and wired in such a way that, that passion and purpose many times comes together. And passion is the great energizer. Once you have passion, you have energy. Once you find your passion, you find your purpose, there is something energetic about it. You have never known a person who was passionate that lacked energy. But passion gives us a great amount of energy. And when we have that passion, there's something about how we love what we're doing and we enjoy what we're doing. And passion energizes us. You will be what you will to be. Let failure find its false content in that poor word environment, but spirits corns it and is free. It masters time in a conquer space. It cows that boastful trickster chance and bids the tyrant's circumstance to uncrown and fill a servant's place. The human will that force unseen, the offspring of a deathless soul, can he await any goal the walls of granite intervene. Be not impatient in delay, but wait as one who understands when spirit rises and commands the gods are ready to obey. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too. When you decide to take a leap and you handle the challenges that you're facing with something about fear. That's one of the things that keeps us from beginning to live life. When people take the courage to journey into the center of their fear, they find nothing. It is only many layers of fear being afraid of itself. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience 
in which you really start to look fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I've lived through this time. I can take the next thing that comes alone. You must do the thing you cannot do. It is the thing that we cannot do. And because it is that, we must do that. I have learned I don't do counseling, but I talk with a lot of people who do in psychology, psychiatry, and the ministry. And they tell me that everybody who comes to you with a problem are not necessarily looking for a solution. I couldn't understand that for a long time. Why do they bring you a problem if they don't want to solve it? Well, I can tell you why. They want to tell you about it, you about it, you about it, you about it, and you about it. And if you foul up the deal and solve the problem, they can't tell you again, you again. They want the attention that goes with the problem. And every company just about it has that kind of an individual. They want the attention that goes with griping and, uh, and complaining. Have you ever noticed that people who are the problem never recognize that they are? They're in complete denial. They think denial is just a river in Egypt. Have you ever noticed that when somebody is about to lose something they've been complaining about, whether it's a car, a home, a mate, a job, or whatever, when all of a sudden it appears they're going to lose them, it takes on brand new value. I can't solve your problems, but I will give you some steps that I absolutely, definitely, and positively will work for you. Now I said, man, when you get home tonight, everything is finished. Get off in a room right by yourself, close the doors, change one word from I like my job to I love my job. Get in front of that mirror, and folks, I cannot say this strongly enough, but I'm gonna try. The eyes are the windows of the soul. Look yourself in the eye. And with excitement and enthusiasm, say, I love my job because they pay me for working there. I love my job because they pay me above average for working there. I love my job because I have a wonderful insurance program. I love my job before every one of the statements. You will sleep better that night. You see, there's something hidden in what I'm saying to you now. When she says, I like my job, she's really saying, I'm grateful for my job. And of all of the emotions we can have, according to Hans Selye, the number one stress specialist in America, the healthiest of all human emotions is gratitude. I said, you go down that list. I like my job. I love my job, rather. That is a way of gratitude. You'll sleep better the first night. Tomorrow morning, when you get up, Get back in front of the mirror just before you go to work. Get back in front of the mirror and repeat the process again with excitement and enthusiasm. I love my job because... And take the list with you. Because the reality is, you see, you will have started to change from a fault finder to a good finder. Some people do really find fault like there's a reward for it. They really do. Take the list with you and you will be able to add to that list absolutely guaranteed. Do this every morning and every night and you will have an astonishing recovery from this advanced case of stinking thinking. The number one thing you have to always do is talk about what you know. I watch people try to talk about stuff they don't know every single day because it's hot. Whether it's cannabis or sports betting or blockchain or social media, 
people start talking about things they don't know anything about because they're trying to grab. They think they're gonna get a fast score. Everybody wants a fast score. Do you know how many people have emailed me crying about buying Bitcoin at 10,000 a coin? Because it was gonna be 100,000 in a year. People are looking for fast scores. You know how many people here spent $800 on a course because it was gonna happen fast? Fast is bad. Fast is bad. Fast if you have talent and the right intent is amazing. Fast if you want cash immediately. So, please, please, please understand the world you're living in. Take it into context. Understand how remarkable this era is. Next, this is the most important word. You have to deploy self-awareness. My friends, self-awareness is the most important word. If you don't know who you are, you have no shot. But do not be embarrassed of who you are. When I knew that I was an entrepreneur in the 80s, I got D's and F's in school, and that was not acceptable in the 80s and 90s in America. If you were a bad student in America in the 80s and 90s, you were a loser. My friend's parents looked at me, looked at me as I was a loser. But I knew who I was, I was self-aware. I knew that I was an entrepreneur. I wanted to go and sell things on the weekend. I wanted to study the prices of wine and baseball cards instead of studying for school. I knew who I was. Playing video games seemed like a waste of time 20 years ago. Now there are people who make $50 million a year playing video games. If there is something you know and you like and you're passionate about, but it's not cool right now or important, do not deviate away from your thing. Triple down on your thing. The other thing is, be self-aware. How many people here are an entrepreneur or want to be? Raise your hands, I'm just curious. It's a lot of hands. The reality is, most of you can't be successful. I mean that. I'm not saying it to Raz. It's rare to be a successful entrepreneur, it's hard. It's a real talent. We don't think it's a talent now because it's so easy to say you're one. One of the most important things about being self-aware is knowing do you have the stomach to be an entrepreneur? Putting entrepreneur in your Instagram account, easy. Living the life of an entrepreneur where nobody else is on the line except you, hard. Lonely, scary, difficult. If you do it because it's cool or you think it's right or you're not self-aware, it leads to depression and loss of money. If you deploy self-awareness and realize you're a number two, a number three, a number four, you find an entrepreneur and you win. Self-awareness. You have to understand who you are. Without it, you are massively vulnerable in society. And the fact that we now live in a world where you're more than welcome to be what you are, so much more. Maybe not in your family because your parents want you to be a doctor and a lawyer and an engineer. But in the world, yes. And so I highly recommend self-awareness. It is easily, in my opinion, I believe that self-awareness and the ability to actually give without expectation are the two bricks of happiness. And it's been a big factor for me, which has allowed me to go fast. When you're stable, you can go fast because you're not worried about judgment. I've been able to do a lot of things because I'm not scared to lose. Because if I lose, it's my loss. If I lose money or time, it's my loss, not yours. I don't care what you say in the comments. 
That lack of fear is what gives an entrepreneur an advantage. That lack of fear is what lets somebody live life in happiness. We have to start having more important conversations of the operating system of your life. There are people here that work more on upgrading their phones than upgrading their minds. I mean it, I mean it. I am desperate, listen, to come here all this way to talk about tactics is a waste of time. To come all this way and have one person in here gain actual courage to do something (laughs) is super worth it. And for me, it's a very simple game. Let me give a very big secret to all the kids here who are living their lives for their parents or based on their parents' judgment. There's a very big secret that parents never tell you. If you go the other direction of where they want you to go and you become really successful, they are really proud and make pretend they never pushed you in the other direction. Hey guys, my name is Mark Cox. I took what was $2,000 of loaned money from school and turned it into over $750,000 while in college. Now that I'm out of college and graduated, I day trade for a living and teach people just like you how to trade and get financial freedom or at least get another source of income. With my system, you not only get courses that teach you all the basics and what you need to know before jumping into stocks, but also you're gonna learn how to do everything the right way and work with me personally. As long as you have a cell phone or a computer, you can learn how to trade right from anywhere in the world as long as you have Wi-Fi. So join me, get started now, and let's become a profitable trader.